Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Why Lyft is trying to become the next subscription business by Jesse Hempel. In many U.S. cities, ride-sharing is a commodity. Both drivers and riders pull up Uber and Lyft interchangeably on their phones, weighing which to use based on price and wait time. That's a problem for ride-sharing companies. In an industry where new apps like Via, Juno, and Get are coming online regularly, riders have myriad choices. Uber and Lyft can't keep undercutting each other and everyone else to win riders forever. Eventually, they'll have to charge enough to retain drivers and also turn a profit competing on the strength of their product and their brands. Both companies wish to be the one app we open every time we need to go anywhere. Lyft and Uber are attempting to compete for this alpha slot by improving their technology, boosting the quality of the service, and providing the most competitive prices. But to become the one platform that people trust with their transportation needs, these companies will need to lock their riders in. That's why Lyft's new subscription service is so interesting. Lyft has been testing versions of the plan since December, and last month it began rolling out the tests more broadly. You'll subscribe to a Lyft plan like you would subscribe to Netflix or a Spotify premium plan, President and co-founder John Zimmer explained when I visited the company's San Francisco headquarters recently. He didn't say how many people were enrolled in the program, but pointed out that it was now being tested in every market. The subscription plan is still in the early stages, but it's easy to see how Lyft would benefit. Indeed, many startups have adopted the subscription model to form a durable bond with sporadic users. Spotify, Amazon, and others have employed land-grab strategies like this to change behavior and build new habits as a means of forging loyalty in a moment of disruptive change, says Robbie Kelman-Baxter, consultant and author of The Membership Economy, a book that addresses subscription businesses. Subscription business models are very popular among investors, and that could be important as Lyft prepares for an initial public offering. 
Wall Street loves them, says Daniel Ives, the head of technology research for GBH Insights. He calls this approach a golden business model because it locks in repeat customers over time. This is something that, as the company goes from private to public, would be looked on very favorably, he says. In recent years, digital startups have launched subscriptions in nearly every industry. You can get monthly razor deliveries and weekly dinner supplies. For $10 a month, cinephiles can watch a movie every day with MoviePass. You can listen to music with Spotify, get free delivery and just about everything else with Amazon Prime, and take fitness classes with ClassPass. But ride-sharing subscription businesses have challenges that other industries, like software, do not. Up until recently, most of these subscription-oriented businesses were for digital offerings, where variable costs were negligible, Kelman Baxter says. But with rides, there's a real cost for each ride. Drivers must be paid enough to make it worth their while, regardless of the cost to riders. The biggest concern is going to be coming up with pricing that doesn't bankrupt them but is still compelling, she says. Since 2016, Lyft and Uber have experimented with membership passes, testing similar simple programs. A rider pays an upfront fee and then gets reduced cost rides for a month. Prices and services vary according to the individual market, but two years in, these passes remain experimental and hard to search out. Riders discover they are eligible through the app and they can only try it for one month. While Uber has no immediate plans to move the program out of its testing phase, Lyft's subscription program takes the concept much further. Right now, riders have two options. They can subscribe to the all-access plan for $299 per month and get 30 rides of up to $15. If a ride costs more than $15, a rider will be charged the difference. Or they can subscribe to the commute plan and pay $3.99 a month in exchange for 45 lift rides between work and home set at one personalized price. One early tester, a Chicago rider named Rachel Morrison, who is a competitive intelligence analyst for the company Arity, blogged about her experience. The deal was no joke, she wrote. She paid a $135 monthly subscription fee for 30 rides using Liftline, the carpooling service that cost up to $10 each. In Morrison's case, at least, the subscription had the intended loyalty-generating side effects. Morrison blogged that after signing up, she buried her Uber app in a folder on her iPhone's last screen and moved her Lyft app to a prominent place on the opening screen so she'd remember to check it first every time. She also reported that she'd begun to use the service more and had opted for taking a Lyft line over public transportation to commute to work more often. A subscription business also sets Lyft up for a future where its riders use more forms of transportation, like renting bikes and scooters, and turn to the Lyft app to figure out when to use a car and when to take the bus. Zimmer plans to expand this even further in a bid to be a full replacement for car ownership. If we have a rental car program now that has tens of thousands of vehicles for drivers, we could potentially offer that to passengers, Zimmer told me. Rideshare loyalty could help these other revenue streams thrive. If riders are opening the app nearly every day to call the lift line, for example, they're more likely to discover and experiment with these new services. But changing behavior is hard. When it comes to ridesharing, most people are looking for the best price, and it will take a lot to train them to stop searching for something better. I checked in with Morrison, the woman who'd blogged about her experience with Lyft's membership, to see if she was still using the service. She loved it the first month, she told me, but rather like a gym membership, she didn't use it as much the second month, and so she let her subscription lapse. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. 
Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.